0: And welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the high button podcast today on the podcast. We have Quake Matthews. Quake is a friend of mine and a friend of the show. I think he's been on twice already before. Quake is one of the best rappers uh, to ever touch a microphone coming out of Nova Scotia, Halifax. Canada, Fairview to be specific. Um, Canada, ha- I mean, excuse me. Quake has toured the world. He is well known across Canada from coast to coast, and uh, I'm very fortunate that I get to call him a friend. And like I said, I'm excited to have him on. His father's going to be here as well, Jai, who's a great character, a great storyteller. Uh, I'm excited to have Jai on as well. Quake just had his 10-year anniversary of the first album he ever released, uh, The Myth. And his father, Jai, was there and me and him were talking and he was telling some great stories. So I thought it would be a good idea if Jai came on. Also, we are officially, we have a full-time employee here at High Button Sports, Sports, uh, Marcus here. I can barely talk. It's been a busy day. Great day. Things are moving forward. And if you keep going forward in a career and you don't quit, good things happen. And that's a definition of what Quake Matthews is. So it's a perfect episode for him to be here today um, on a day where I'm just proud of myself and, and proud of this company and, and proud of the work that we're putting in. So it, it's going to come full circle today. Great podcast ahead. Here we go. Hi, Button Sports. I can't even, I need coffee. Here we go. You know what comes next. <laughs> Jai, quake, quake, Jai, we're going. This is it. All right. Okay, man. I feel like I, I feel like I should give Jai a little bit more of a rundown here because you've you've done it a couple times. It's all good, man. It's uh, it's like the radio, but well, I've never been on the radio. Me neither. Now that I think about it. <laughs> so what's up? I guess congratulations on last or two weekends ago. Time's flying, but. Oh yeah, yeah, the myth, yeah, the surprise ten, party, ten
1: years, yeah, man, yeah, man, I, uh, I didn't expect that at all, man. It was, uh, I was hungover, man. I was out all night the night before, and then I had my grandmother's birthday, and I filled up. I had two Coronas, perfect for sleep, and then these guys drove me down to the fucking. Whatever it's called was, What was
0: the excuse to get you down there? What did someone like did someone lie to you and be like, Yeah, Melissa,
1: go- my manager, she said that I had to come look at a painting. She said Mike Burke did a, a painting for me and I was like, Just take a picture of it. Like I'll see it tomorrow. It's like what do you want me to go down there and touch it? Like and then she's like, No, you really gotta see it because it's going up tomorrow and uh you gotta approve it or whatever, whatever and some bullshit. And honestly I had no idea, man. I had no idea. Did you how long did you know about it?
2: Well, I knew a few days before, so I, the mic.
1: Yeah. I was
2: in on it, actually. I <laughs> was the one who drove him downtown from my mom's birthday yeah. party. right? Yeah. And I said, I, I, I think it got mixed up because I said, I'm going to look at a paint job, and it's downtown. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know how it got to be a painting, but anyway, it all worked out. So yeah.
0: I, I saw you from across the street. Yeah Lurking before you came in I was like oh Jai's here You got some good stories I knew some good stories Were coming from you So yeah. I'm happy we
1: got you On here finally Cool yeah I'm surprised you didn't Let it slip man Yeah <laughs> no, What man. do you mean? What He yeah. thinks I got a big mouth I don't, But yeah, I'm doing I don't better in, I'm doing better in my old age I'm, I'm learning to try He's not to. the best At keeping things in the vault He's like Elaine On Seinfeld
0: Oh like the myth album Release date He told everyone Before it was out stuff like that Yeah
1: just just, I thought he would have Spilled the beans About the party But No man He was good And he he kept in Another surprise too I just had a uh, When I I did the two shows With Classified This weekend Yeah At the Shore Club And then when I got back My whole Entire studio room Was redone New furniture New painting New uh, Desk New lamps New couch New everything What? Yeah, and him, or Leah, my girl, organized it, and he painted the whole room, and everything was redone, and every, it was all different, and, and he, he kept that one in, too. So, I got to give it to you. You're, you're two for two, man. Yeah, I'm doing good.
0: <laughs> I'm terrible at that stuff, keeping yeah. surprises, and I, know, I can't do man. it either. I know. For his thing, I had to remind myself, okay, I because like, dudes was going to come, and I was like, hey, you're coming to the party, right? But he's like, oh, yeah, it's a surprise party. So, every time I told someone, I forgot that it was a surprise party. I text him like an hour later, don't tell anyone. I'm bad at it, too. No, don't worry about it. Oh, it's
2: all good. Oh, and I have to keep something in. I keep it in, so.
0: I guess, so, so since both, <laughs> both of you guys have never been on a you know a pod or an interview, done anything like this before. So I guess I've always asked you, like, when you first started rapping, what you went through and going into the clubs when you were younger. But no one's ever talked to you about it, Jay, on a, at least on a, a microphone aspect. What was your first thought process when your son was going into this as a career at a young age?
2: Well, you know, to be honest, you know, I, I you know, as a kid, he played a lot of sports and I kind of, I didn't push sports on him, but I introduced sports to him. and
0: Like every Canadian father. Yeah,
2: you know, and I didn't know much about rap when he was 14. I was kind of, you know, being an old guy, I was a rock and roll guy. And so, you know, I had kind of mixed, I didn't know much about it really. I didn't. You know, but once he started to get into it, I obviously was happy for him and supported him. And, you know, it was all cool. You know, it's kind of like at that age where you break away from your dad, 15, yeah. 16, you probably went through the same thing with your dad. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You know, we always went to the ball field together. We went to the rink together, you know. it was. Yeah. So it was that was part of it, too. But it was all good, you know. I wouldn't stand in anybody's way of their dreams, you know. Yeah. I'm um, definitely, I was there. I was after he started to show so much passion yeah you know it was, fuck man i was i was in
0: that's the know. thing about it, it's the passion like yeah. every think about every parent and their kids going into like to be a, a comedian and then the next thing you know it's bill burr who's your kid yeah. you know it's like you got to just show that relentlessness yeah. you got to do yeah. it every day like my parents were on my ass about this yeah and then yeah what just, do they
1: say to you about the the high button yeah well
0: at the beginning obviously they're just like what you're gonna talk into a mic with like I remember, one of our first guests was like, uh, it, back in Halifax, was like Kevin Powers, like my buddies. Like you're just gonna talk into him. No offense to Kevin, I love the yeah. guy. But and like, his wait. dad was a DJ, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But just All like Powers, yeah. The, it's hard for, I think, parents especially to see a vision in our generation because a podcast still isn't even a thing to most people above the age of you know I don't know.
1: It's still. I radio. think it's hard for anyone to see somebody else's full vision, like yeah. no matter what. You know what I mean? It's it's. uh Nobody sees what you see or what what your goals are um, like you can. And, you know, words can't really even do it justice, you know. Um, Yeah, I think it's just one of those things.
2: I mean, I had a childhood friend from our neighborhood, a Canadian comedian who's done well, Ron James. He's my age. And, you know, he chased his dream at a young age. And we, you know, at least I I saw that he went after something he wanted. And, you know, and it was a different line of work, right? Yeah. Other than, you know, be being a construction guy or a painter or whatever, you know. Yeah. So, you know, it's whatever you're you're after, man. Go after it, you know. I've told you that that night at his party, you know.
0: There's certain things in life that when especially only, well, I like you just said only you know how to do it or only you know how to succeed with it, but it's hard to show that vision or even like you just said talk about it. For sure. Cuz like who said it once? I think it was like Steve Harvey. He's like you got big dreams. Don't tell anyone about it to like small-minded people or something because they just kind of shit on it a little bit like that. Yeah, that's yeah. the mind. Like I, when I was younger, first starting this, was like, no, like we're gonna be doing this, we're gonna be doing that, and then people I saw the eyes. They're just like, hey, what the fuck are you talking about, Justin? So then I just kind of shut up about it and just stuck to my own. Good for you now, you know. Good for you. But that's what you got to do in every Yeah, for sure. I think
1: that's that's. Uh- for anyone listening to, though, is, like, you have to be, you have to dream so big and almost be so delusional to small-minded people for it to be a big enough dream um, or else you're not really shooting big enough. You know right what up. I mean? Um, so it's like if you're telling people and they're not giving you those eyes and, you know, they're just like, oh, like... Yeah, you know the then, bullshit. Then yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah, it's yeah. not, yeah, your dream's not big enough yeah. if, if, if you don't get a little bit of that back last year. I never thought of it like that, so it's yeah. kind of a compliment. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: And can I just add, like, being a parent, like, you get people stopping you in the supermarket. And, and I went through it with my buddy Ron James' mom told me this similar story. You know, how's he going to make a living telling jokes and pay the bills? Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've had people, my buddies, or people see me in the supermarket and say, oh, your son's still rapping, you know? Really? How's he going to, what kind of job is that, you know? There are people like that. Are like you, you serious? Small-minded people, yeah, they they don't see the... They're the miserable. Whole, yeah, well, they are. They don't see the whole vision. They
0: are miserable. I couldn't imagine walking up to someone and start talking about their kid and what they're going to do. Can you imagine? I'll tell you. Do <laughs> you imagine what kind of person you have to be to just go up to? Legend of Jai, I haven't seen you in like a year. First thing I start asking, oh, I was how was Quake? How's he going to make a living? Like, what? Yeah,
2: but there are people like that. There
0: really are, you know. That's why I like to stay in the basement. I don't like to leave. Yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah. I'm
2: back in the basement. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love the basement. It's cool
0: down here. Um, how was the show last And I saw with Sea Atlantic there in the harbor.
1: Oh, on Alderney Landing.
0: Yeah, but then yeah. also Shore Club as well. Yeah. How,
1: like, I did. Uh, man, I did a bunch of shows since COVID kind of eased up or whatever. There's restrictions. But we did Alderney Landing. There was about 15 picnic tables and, like, 50 cars or something behind. It, it was cool vibes. Uh for a good cause, mental health. And then uh, then I did the Carlton on Sunday in the morning for brunch. I did that with Carlton Stone and Renee Smith, and that was fucking
3: amazing in the morning
1: yeah it was amazing man like so i started the day with they just gave us a bottle of wine i started the day we got a little buzz on for brunch and we just sat around like a songwriter circle telling stories about the song cracking jokes with each <laughs> other and i'd say that was man that was fucking amazing like that was that was a fun time and then we just did two back to back nights with uh classified at the shore club And it was like everyone was sitting down probably like 12 tables you couldn't get up yeah. um but the energy was still there. Everyone was still enjoying themselves, having a good time. And we had um, cabins. So after, you know, oh, we, were, we were starting fires. I had to show them how to start a fire, man. <laughs> I taught them how to make <laughs> fires as a kid, camping.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and my, my friends always tease me. I'm the fire guy. Like, Oh, yeah,
0: man. That's a quality that is uh, yeah underappreciated.
2: Yeah. And I was actually at the show at the Shore Club Saturday night. And that's kind of like my old stomping grounds for a lot of years that we go to the short club, and I don't know if you've ever been there.
0: Well, I was going to drop a story. I was in a restaurant right by it the other day, Tuna Blue. Oh, yeah, I, you know, the, know, that?
2: I know the owner. I play S- hockey with the owners.
0: He he recognized me. Tim the, Gentleman. It, yeah, maybe that's was him. Was it I, Tim? He was working the bar, but I'm pretty sure he said he was part owner of the place. He is. He is,
2: yeah. If, I could, if it's the same guy.
0: Nonetheless, I was going down the road. To because it's right by the Shore Club, yeah, right? Yeah, it's just down the street. And yeah. I never remembered that road because when you're going to the Shore Club, you're hammered. On the way home, you're hammered. Like, yeah. I never remembered that road. Yeah. So yeah, going yeah. to Tuna Blue, I'm sober. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is what the road is like. Yeah. And it's always pitch black when I'm going to. But I yeah. remember just going there. It's on, same with Tuna Blue. Tuna Blue is an amazing place. Yeah. It's a great spot. Yeah. Live shows for sure. Yeah. No, it's I love that little little nook. Yeah. But um, me and Dave Sampson were talking about like live performances, and he was saying like he's still a little like skeptical of like performing in front of anyone because it's just weird i guess with a couple people in the room how did you find it did you, were yeah. you able to perform naturally
1: i mean yeah it is what it is at the end of the day it's a little different it's a little it can be uncomfortable or whatever but at the end of the day like it's better than nothing this is what it is yeah fucking have a couple drinks loosen up and, and and do what you can right like that's that's all you can do
0: that's the thing everyone's fighting against it in some sense i'm fighting yeah. against that you are i'm sure you are yeah. everyone's just Everyone just has to kind of deal with it and adjust. got to
1: make the most of it, man. I mean, what can you do? Like, and even he, even his seats were in, like, an, they, it was, like, in another room. You could, like, barely see the stage. The shore and, Club? Yeah, we man. were trying to get up, and the girl was on it. Like, she was, like, grabbing me as soon as I would get up to stand and just try to look. She would, you know what I mean? She was right on it, so... And you know what I'm like? I'm very social when I'm in a bar yeah, for know.
3: years
2: going to the Shore Club. You know, I like to make the rounds. I don't like to sit down at one table. Yeah. You know, I'm out in a boat. and It's tough. It is, yeah. But, you know, like he says, it is what it is. And, you know, we couldn't really see the stage that well. But we had a great time. And, yeah. you know, I got to hang out with Classified's parents. And they were really cool. And That's an interesting
0: perspective. You and Classified's yeah, parents yeah. probably have like a similar, I don't it know. It was
2: cool, man. It was really, his dad's really cool, you know, and. I was chatting with with his wife, who's really cool too. We had a great time. I and, and I took a couple of my buddies, oh, yeah. my childhood buddies. So, you know, it was it was great, man. It was you know, very, very. It was fun. It was a lot of fun, and it was kind of fun to see. I haven't seen him perform live probably in a couple of years. So, what? yeah, I don't know. But with I don't know, I, you know. I'll, a lot of times he's going on late and it's you know It is late. It's really yeah. not my scene, you know? Yeah and,
1: and a lot of times I'm not even around here really. Yeah, like, I don't perform yeah. much. Yeah, in that's in a good point. City, you know? Yeah. But. with
0: social media, like every time you perform you just think, Oh, okay, that's somewhere close. Like yes, that's somewhere around here, but when you're actually away and gone, it's like, Oh no, that's not in the city, that's somewhere else.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But like it's everyone's able to connect through social media. You're like, Oh no, let's see he's, he's performing around here somewhere. Yeah. That's craziness. It sucks. But Everyone has to adjust with it.
2: Yeah, we're getting there. It's getting there. We're, we we got to stay positive,
0: right? I guess I'm kind hey, of I'm just... kind of past that point. Like I I, I was positive for like the past two months. I'm getting pissed off now. Yeah, I know. It's man. so <laughs> tough. It's tough times right now. Um, you were telling me a, a story, Jai. About sorry, I gotta ask him a question. It's okay. Right before we left the bar, I had to go. But you were telling me a story about how you got onto the bus with a pro hockey team once yeah <laughs> and you didn't play pro hockey <laughs> no
2: i'll try to keep it short i mean i'll give you just a quick background my neighborhood was the halifax forum that's where i grew up yeah. so you know back then in the 70s we had the montreal canadians farm team the voyagers yeah you know that organization won seven championships in 10 years four stanley cups and three calder cups the nova scotia voyagers won three calder cups so anyway, to make a long story short, they uh, one of their players was traded to Detroit and he needed his car was still in Halifax. So the president of the Voyagers, Mike Kelly, I grew up with the sons, so we drove Paul Woods his car, Monte Carlo from Halifax to deliver it to to Toronto because Detroit was playing Hockey Night in Canada in Toronto, which, you know, Detroit and Toronto were just- You a, drove
1: it to- you To drove, Toronto. We drove the car
2: to did Toronto. Did give you
1: money to do that? No, oh,
2: yeah. Well, you know, fuck yeah. It was all <laughs> cool, you know. They paid for everything, the Detroit Red Wings. So we got to the hotel. So sad. We got to the hotel, and of course, Rick Bonus was a rookie with Detroit that year. No. And Rick Bonus was a rookie. I think this is how
0: we started the conversation because so Rick Bonus's name w- got brought up.
2: I swear to God, when the pros would come home- we were like, we were the guys. We, were, Mike, uh, Rick Bonus skated with us all summer once or twice a week at SMU, pick up hockey. So anyway, to make a long story short, we drove the car. Uh, we got to the Harbor Castle Hilton. We met the guy for Detroit, right? So anyway. Saturday we have the game meal. We're we're like part of the Detroit Red Wings. Wait, when you
0: say game meal, you're eating with the Detroit Red yeah, Wings. Yeah, but it was
2: like a buffet. So guys were napping. So you could come down. When we went down, there was only a couple guys. So they they would they weren't all together at the same meal. Yeah, because they have their naps in the afternoon. So anyway, <laughs> okay, game game time. The bus is leaving. The hotel to go to Maple Leaf Gardens for Hockey Night in Canada.
0: It's the big league.
2: So all the Detroit Red Wings get on the bus. So this guy, this Al Coates guy, who was like the, our liaison, right? We get on the bus. My two buddies, the, the son and another fellow who was a bartender for years, great friend Cadillac, Kenny Leverman. His nickname's pal- Cadillac? Yeah, his nick- wow. he had a couple of nicknames. He had Weed and Cadillac. Wow. But anyway, a lot of the old guys, if they're watching this, they'll know who I'm talking about. Anyway, they jumped in seats up front. So I'm walking down the bus, and there's hardly any seats, and Rick Bonus is sitting by himself. And he knew me from the summer and being a Halifax kid and being around. He said, Jai. So I sat with Rick, and we drove from the hotel to Maple Leaf Gardens, and he said, Jai, it's a little faster than summer hockey. And anyway, (laughs) the cool thing was, years later, we're at the Thirsty Duck, and I have, I used to have students that work with me in the summer at SMU. Where's the thirsty
1: duck? Is that the split crow? Is that what that
2: no, is? No, I'm sorry, it wasn't. It was it, the thirsty duck used to be where Duggars used to be. Yeah, I know. It, uh, it's yeah. called.
0: Uh, the chicken burger used to be. Whatever it's
2: them. called now, yeah. But I think it was. I'm sorry. I think it was the mustache.
0: Oh, so that's so, down further. So
2: right, I had yeah. these young students. So I take them drinking, you know, yeah. because they were college kids. And Rick and he Bonas works at the. He works I work at, at SMU. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, one night Rick Bonus was there, and my buddy says he was coaching Boston at the time. Rick Bonus. So my buddy says, "There's Rick Bonus," and I said, "Yeah, you know I know him," and I kind of told him the story about the, the spending the weekend with the Red Wings. Yeah. And He's going, "Jai, yeah, fuck you, don't know him. You're full of shit." So we went. I said, "Well, fucking come on, we're going over." I went over, and I said, "Rick, how you doing? It's Jai," and he. You know, I hadn't seen him in twenty years. Yeah. Started telling the story about Detroit. He said Jai. And he stopped me and he told the story and finished the story. Oh, no. So it's kinda cool. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. And that's a true story. That's yeah. a great story. Yeah. Yeah. How so. many times does
1: he pull out stories like that? Rick is definitely watching this too. Yeah, now. yeah.
2: <laughs> he's a little busy right now. Yeah, I think I game six yeah. tonight. Stanley like <laughs> yeah. Cup playoffs. So yeah.
1: That's incredible. That's yeah, story. he was a
2: rookie that year with Detroit.
1: Yeah. Wow. Rick was, yeah.
2: So I felt like I was an NHL hockey player for a weekend, which of course, you know, growing up being a Canadian kid, yes, I wanted, you know, that's all I ever, that's all I wanted to do was be a hockey player, you know, and I was like four foot two and I still want to be a hockey yeah, player. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> that's why I do this. Sunday morning. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's about, that's what I, that's my Rick bonus story. So do you
0: have any famous stories from your dad that you, you could tell in like third
1: person? <laughs> Fuck, I don't even know where to begin. You can say you do have a couple. I don't even know (laughs) you. You got a couple. I don't even know what to even where to begin. Um, shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You've been golfing much? We've been golfing. Yeah,
0: I know. We we were gonna go out like a month ago or something like that. I golf, but I suck, man. I'm yeah, so me and bad. him
1: are actually now getting pretty close, so it's, it's heated. It's a game you got to play. It's heated you every play. time now.
0: What do you guys shoot right now?
2: Well, we're shooting uh, low 90s. He's been breaking 90, which is good.
0: Yeah, I'm up in like 120. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm yeah. To...
2: He You got, must have over 20 rounds in. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, the... I've played now my 43rd round, so. That's the key to it. Just keep playing. You got to play, man. You it, 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 It's a game you got to play. And it's the most humbling game you can play. Oh. But it's very addictive. It's yeah. an
0: addictive game. It's fun. It's, it's a game cool. I want to be good. I want to be older. Like right now, I suck. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah. But when I get older, I want to be playing it consistently.
2: But, you know, I see guys out there that might play five times a year and they're out there, you know, smashing their clubs. And you can't <laughs> do that, man. You know, I mean, what's you must have
0: money. I can't afford
2: to yeah. smash a club. You got to put the time in to get. You know to get out of it whatever you yeah. put
0: into it so how's your game good good
1: yeah' he's, he's I'm, coming I'm picking up he man.
0: played as a kid a lot so. oh did yeah you?
1: so I took I used to I, yeah I played as a kid and then I just stopped uh, you know I was so into music at that time like teenage years yeah I wasn't I would get out maybe once you know every couple of years but you know getting older now I'm just I'm hooked again so I just Bought new irons. He <laughs> iron. was a member and, at Ashburn. Yeah, been practicing and as a kid, yeah. Yeah, as a kid, yeah. Yeah. You see I these, wasn't. You see these
0: guys like Burke and Ben. We went like I don't know for Al's basketball party. What? Ryan Burke? No, Alex Burke. Oh, Alex. And they've been playing since they were kids yeah. consistently. And like the different, yeah. And it was me and Jasper paired and then Ben and Alex. Well, you
1: never played as a kid? No, I never played as a kid. Oh, yeah. fuck. It's hard to, it's hard game to pick Your up. Your dad but. wasn't a golfer.
0: He was a golfer, but he worked so much. And on the weekends, he went with his buddies, and I just never really went. And even if I was available on the weekends, I wasn't because I was in a hockey camp. So there was just never that time. Yeah. It's, it's, in the summer, it was always tough to make time.
2: Well, us living in Fairview, right the, They're right the, there. The top of the hill opened yeah. up and it was he I'd drop him off in the morning and and he would spend the day there, you know.
1: That you dropped him off like yeah. without how old?
2: Well, you know, he's pretty young. Nine, ten, yeah. Yeah, they maybe. used to have
1: the range, then they had the do you remember not, the pitching putt? They
2: had a nine hole chipping pot too.
1: Behind. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you just pay once and go around all day. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and and I'm not, I'm not bragging, but he won a competition up there one time.
1: Did you? Yeah, I won the. There was some junior tournament or <laughs> That's something. That's some Nard bar yeah, No one would know that. I won, but... <laughs> yeah, I won the junior tournament, and then I got to go out. uh for a round with the two pros, and then we went out to eat, and then they took us to Atlantic Playland or something. It was I won from my age group, and then there was like an older kid or something. Was, he was he was probably like fifteen. I was like what twelve, yeah, eleven, whatever. No. Yeah. And they took a, us both out. Yeah. Do you have a
0: picture of you like holding the trophy or anything? Uh, no, I don't no. Oh so. man, I got some so baseball funny.
2: pictures of him with trophies <laughs> and stuff. <Where>? And hockey, <laughs> hockey, <laughs> and baseball. Not that golf.
0: Trip. You want to hear a funny story? So when him and i worked together i don't know how many years ago eight years ago ten years ago at the bank at the bank there'd be he would be in the paper like every second day every like second weekend and my name was kind of in the paper for like hockey stats but not like a big story like his it would be like a little blurb yeah and it's like a little like justin one assist or something like that and i'd always cut them out and try to put them underneath his articles (laughs) and just try to big dog them (laughs) because he had his articles all over the place because the women that we used to work with were oh my god so I don't know if you know Did it. you see
1: Sharon hit? Uh, did you see that? Sharon Bootler hit um, 100K. She won like 100K on what? the lottery. Yeah. I have the picture, actually. No. But, yeah, I swear to God. I swear to God. Man. <laughs> yeah. a, a lady we used to work with at... at she York, she won 100K, yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Sharon, if you're listening, congratulations. That's incredible. <laughs> but every day we'd go in in the morning, and the ladies just loved him in the office. They, every day, like, I don't know, there was me him we had like f- probably four other guys and we got stuff going on in our lives but they just go man, how you doing that new song i saw that you were playing the other day like they'd all go right
1: <laughs>
2: so there was a method to his madness after
1: all i guess so man yeah. the ladies love them what uh well i was gonna say speaking of baseball i was just thinking about nationals when we went but what happened? You, you got pickpocketed or some girl, some some hot girl or something came Am on. I allowed to say Tell, that Tell, I, tell, tell yeah, go, go s- ahead. Tell, tell them.
2: Well, I was with Stevie Burks, who was the coach, Ryan Burks' dad. Okay. He was the head coach. Yeah. So his brother was the assistant coach, so I was a responsible parent. <laughs> and him and I were, you know, having a puff. And
1: How did you get the weed to... To oh, uh, Windsor, fuck.
2: I don't know, man. We we had ways back then, man. Windsor on Ontario, just like you had ways. We <laughs> yeah. had ways, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think I. It was an old. I remember we went. I saw this old beater car with Michigan plates, and these fucking people got out that were pretty seedy looking people, and there was a girl there and two guys, and we were going in the store. They were coming out of the store, and I think she. Brushed into me and she stole my wallet. Oh, pickpocketer! Yeah, pickpocketer. Jason Bourne, yeah. I didn't even have a clue, and I was had a little buzz on, so <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know. But anyway, yeah, that happened. Yeah, at, at the nationals, he was at the
1: nationals. I didn't yeah. know you played nationals for baseball. I got, I was playing, uh, mid, was it midget, midget double A, and someone got hurt for the year or something, and then I, I went up to, uh, to play, and then did that team we ended up winning the. Uh, Whatever the provincial playdowns or whatever play for Nova yeah. Scotia, and we went. Yeah. So they did we bring Reggie? I think we brought yeah, yeah because yeah, no? yeah because yeah. you could he played for Cole Harbour, but you could bring up two people from the league from the Nova Scotia league. Yeah. Like so you picked to, up Dan Camo, to join your team. Yeah, so Dan I,
2: Camo, who played for uh, yeah, Dartmouth, Dartmouth Drive. And I think Reggie. No, Reggie didn't come. No? There was another guy. You, that Reggie was going to come, and then they got this other guy. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Right. So maybe he didn't. Yeah. So.
0: Why didn't you ever tell me this? You played baseball. First all, yeah. I never knew you played golf. I never knew you went to, like, <laughs> nationals for baseball. You never yeah. bring that up.
1: Yeah. Justin,
2: I, I drove everything down his throat, man. He had a golf club in his hands when he was two, man.
1: Hockey stick and golf clubs. And... This guy was making a rink in the
0: backyard. I, made I a heard rink. that. I
2: made a rink for 15 years, Tommy man.
0: used to brag about that rink all the time. You and I weren't friends back then, so I never got to experience it, but...
2: Well, you know, uh, uh, Co- Mike Coach skated on that rink from the Mooseheads. <laughs> Jared Grant used to skate on Mike, that rink from the No Mooseheads. Mike.
1: Uh, the guy he was on this show. I think you asked him. Yeah, about Yeah, th- there was a guy uh, Coach Par- Parker. Park uh, wasn't it Coach? Was my oh, Coach? Mike, on- Mike Coach. Yeah, yeah that, Mike Coach. Yeah, go. he skated yeah, on yeah.
2: because he used to come with my buddy's kid. They played for Bedford. Robbie Foster. They played together. Yeah. H- the- Robbie's dad and I are good buddies. And he used to bring coach a few times. What's the key to making a good rink in a backyard well, other man, than the cold weather? Well, you need the weather, and if you have level ground, helps big
1: time. Blue tarp but, or white tarp?
2: Well, no, white tarp, because blue tarp draws the sun. You want something oh, light. that's a vet. Yeah, that, that, I, I had a lot of fucking tricks, man. This
1: guy would get up in the middle of the night and flood the rink and everything.
2: And our weather was so inconsistent, like we would have those mild periods and yeah. rain would come. And if I had snow... I would cover the whole rink with snow to absorb the rain because the pounding on the of the rain would obviously burn your beechered base down. Yeah, and then also the fog was hard on ice. It sucks the water out of it. Yeah, you know I learned a lot of tricks uh, to make to start making it. There were years I, I laid hay down. That's what they used to do in the old days because the hay would absorb the water and it would freeze and give you a base under the ice. Sorry? Under the ice, yeah. Because you, need, you people think like a lake, but then you'd have shallow ice. It never got cold enough to freeze like a lake, yeah. so you'd have to layer it. You'd, I'd layer it. It would oh. be like layers. Once you had a, a base, then you could build from that. You'd, you'd add water to it. You, you'd learn with the weather. If you were going to get minus 15 temperatures coming, like I would watch the weather, I'd be out there all night. I'd really?
0: be out there all fucking night, man, yeah. Did you purchase that house based on the fact that it had a flat no, backyard? No,
2: because my buddy two doors up, the Conrads, he worked for <laughs> City Field and he came down with the fucking City Field excavator and, 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 and leveled my whole backyard. Did he? Yeah. He came with, I shouldn't be t- saying this on. Why not? Well, because it was city money. Who cares? It was like but 20 years I ago. I let everybody in the neighborhood used it, right? Justin, I had I had lights. I would paint. It was more of like a community center. Yeah, it was. A lot of kids (laughs) skated on that rink, man. It was about forty by thirty. I mean, it wasn't huge, but my buddies used to go on it for God's sake.
0: Yeah, they're fun backyard rinks, (laughs) man. They're a great time. Many
2: nights we'd have barbecues and the boys would come over and, you know, it was it was like it would be like having a pool. That's what I used to uh, relate it to, except in the wintertime.
1: Then we have the neighbor, uh, our neighbor, Mike McGuire. He was like a professional golfer, like scratch golfer. Then He was kind of like the Kramer of our area. I love it. Yeah, so he would come over and he would... He would make up all these Remember he, he made up The story He used to play For the Voyageurs yeah. Like all these And yeah. he didn't No he no. would tell He, he would yeah. tell the kids I remember one time Who was it It might have been uh, uh, He used to
2: tape money To the
1: crossbar Yeah 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 He'd like tape money five To the crossbar bills. Five to ten Whoever hits the money Gets it yeah. I remember one time It might have been Brandon Newton Or somebody and, and his mom said He had to go And, and he, he was like He cried because He couldn't go on the ice With the, uh, the pro The guy from the Voyageurs And it was just all, he wasn't It was even... all a lie
2: One night <laughs> and I'll tell you, because he played, he played his younger years with Alexei Pianosi, and his parents came to get him one night, and he fucking took a tantrum, man. Why? He did not want to leave. No he, one wanted they, to leave. They didn't want to leave, man, because it was fucking. They were just I,
0: yeah. Out it was
2: there. that good. Well, they were just out there being kids. There was no structure. Like, let me ask you I this. Wasn't was- out-
0: was there ever times where he or you weren't out there, and there was kids would just show up? Oh, yes. for sure, we
2: showed up. There'd be fathers out there with their kids.
0: They just show up. I love that community. That's a great little thing.
2: I pulled in the driveway one night, and I'm not going to say any names, but <laughs> one father was fucking putting them through drills, and I had,
0: I had to say, look, come here, you
2: know, you know, I, am I, yes. I, not lying, Justin. I said, look, come on, and have a beer. Leave them alone. They get enough of that shit in the yeah. rink. Yeah, let them just be. That's how they learn to play. It's, let them learn yeah. by themselves, you know.
0: Did the father call you at all before, or you just there no,
2: was... man? It, I, I can't say who it is because I don't know. Yeah. It's tell funny how I, that mentality's
0: yeah. gone now. Yeah, I won't tell him that. I won't say. But anyway,
2: it was a lot of you know. The experiences were so positive, and you know, it was it was a lot of working because, like I said, our weather was so inconsistent. You guys are kind
0: of close to the water, too. Well, yeah,
2: you know, if it was Quebec or Ontario, you know, where they have a lot of dry, like Alberta. It's so cold there. I I spent three winters in Calgary, and we skated on the outdoor rinks, and, you know, they'd last the whole winter. Sometimes I would lose the whole rink and have to rebuild it again. From scratch. From scratch. You ever help them? He would shovel it off sometimes. They didn't do much help. You'd, one time you get a keen kid and he, yeah. every night after they were done, it needed to be scraped because I'd want to go out and get the floods on it. Yeah. And they, they would scrape it some nights and then, I, then, of course, Danielle wanted to, so we had to have all alter, alter, alternating nights. Like
0: boys night, girls night? Yeah, yeah, for a while
2: it was like that. But I mean, you know, the
1: boys took more. Can Dicky skate? Yeah. Was Dickie ever out there? I don't think I don't Dickie think ever Dickie skated on the there, rink. No. <laughs> I I don't think the rink was going. When did you stop? Do you remember what? when
2: you were like, well, like the last years? I stopped. It was close to midget because, like, Jordy O'Hearn and those guys were coming over, and Jordy O'Hearn, Maurice, my ne- my nephew Maurice Fer- Ferris. Okay, he was bringing Robert Gosh, and I don't know if you know these yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, but, He's my because we it were at, be. we were at a wedding at my niece's wedding there this summer and. You know, he had a buzz on, and he came and gave me a big hug, thanking me for making the rink those years. I don't even remember him being on the rink. Yeah, I don't
1: think the rink was going, because I I started hanging with Dickie in, like, grade 10, math. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know if I even really liked Dickie in junior high. Like, I didn't really like those guys that much. Really? uh, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, we'd play basketball with them, and they'd be, like, the fucking arch enemy yeah, like, I, was, I wasn't really friends with so, Dickie like that How did the
0: friendship pop off?
1: Just grade 10 math And, well, it would have been Dickie's two years older than me, but he failed twice <laughs> so, <laughs> Is he going to be pissed so, he said so, that? No, so grade 10 math, Miss Owen's class, I remember And, uh, yeah, we just started fucking clicking in that class I remember the game's debut album documentary was coming out And no one knew who the game was Where he's sitting on the wheel? And, uh, what do you mean? The, the album wheel? cover? He's sitting yeah, on yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah, with the rim and no one knew who the game was at all, including myself. And Dicky's like, "This guy's gonna be huge." And we had the countdown on the chalkboard, like In the math class? the documentary, like sixty days, fifty nine days, fifty eight days. Every day he'd change it, and then obviously it came out. It was like one of the greatest albums. But yeah, he was he was right about that. Like I think we just clicked on the the music stuff, man. Like he he was super into music he's still got one of the craziest cd collections like i've ever seen and keeps them all in alphabetical order all good like i don't even know if i own any of my old cds they're all thrown somewhere and like he has it all fucking Pristine, you know what I mean. And
0: I remember the first time I ever met Dickie, We went up to his apartment in Moncton. I'm like, "All oh, right, I know a little bit about this guy." Like, Quick told me about him. When we get up there, and right by his window, he has a garden in an apartment in
1: Moncton, <laughs> yeah. growing beans. Man, growing. he got a huge garden now, man. Does he, he? He has a huge garden now. He grows every everything, man. Everything in his backyard. Yeah,
2: he's an incredible chef. He, I've had yeah. some stuff. He's yeah, made. same. Yeah.
1: When he was up in Moncton, good, he cooked man. us
0: like a meal. He's yeah. incredible. Yeah. I remember one. Remember the time when rest in peace to my grandmother but <laughs> i don't know my so one day my parents left and they went out to la for uh, like a vacation and this is the first time they trusted me with the house but my grandmother lived like down the street and uh i had a huge party the night before not a party but some things got messed up and my grandmother came up and she was kind of pissed she was cleaning and i was by myself then all of a sudden quake comes dicky comes my buddies come there's probably then you know eight people there just for lunch and dicky brings like 10 steaks and he's like in the kitchen just prepping everything just like getting the meals ready for the boys and my grandmother's just in there looking at dicky the complete stranger dicky's all comfortable right he's in his my house for the first time he's just cooking shit up my grandmother just looks at him what are you? Who are you? Like, why are you cooking here? What's going on? And then Tommy looks at me. He goes, "Justin, we we got to go to Moncton. We can't be here. We can't do anything here because we were gonna have a party that night. But my grandmother was like, no, you you, you we're, I'm staying the night. You you took advantage of her of the trust, and now I'm staying. So we couldn't party at our house. So then we went to Moncton." Because Dickie yeah, had a place yeah, in Moncton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the next thing you know, Tommy's on call with uh, Andy, saying, Andy, we need a lift to Moncton. Let's go. And we oh, all piled in Andy's car. Was that
1: when it was snowing? Yeah. yeah. We almost hit an eagle on the it, way up. Something happened where we did, like, a, we spun or yeah, something. Yeah, that was on the way back. Yeah, you spun. Yeah, yeah, fuck. That was crazy. Speaking of your grandmother, man, rest in peace, Mima. I got this story I remember one time. Because I remember you would just leave your CDs and you would take her car and you would leave the CDs in. And it was, you had the Marshall Mathers LP2, or number one, I think it was. And I remember she came to pick us up from work one day, and I don't know if she knew how to like, get the CD out but like you know how when you turn the car on if the CD's in it just plays yeah, yeah. so she's pulling up and it's Eminem going bitch I'm gonna kill you uh, uh, say it to me bitch I'm gonna kill you and she's just sitting there driving the thing like oh, how's it going boys and it was fucking I think it was like Kill You by Eminem oh, or one of his crazy
0: songs she knew how to turn down the volume but she didn't know how to switch to the radio so she's like I'm not gonna just sit here and listen to nothing so she was listening Eminem to it was Kill You <laughs> that's it was funny about, oh, it was all Tommy's old CDs yeah. time I ever listened to rap was uh, a drive to hockey
1: from Tommy, Michelle, Eminem. Where did you go to uh, junior high and stuff? Clayton Park. Clayton Park. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Back when we were younger, like, well, I can't say the Clayton Park, but like when the Park West kids came to our like junior or junior high or whatever for whatever reason, the, the French or. You know what I mean? When they came over to the school, like none of those kids listened to rap music. Like they didn't. No. You know how like everyone listens to rap music now? Like it's just it's a common thing. Like yeah. back then, I I felt like it was kind of like a little more like
3: I don't know. It B5 felt like niche or,
1: like or something. Like back then, it, yeah, like it was just more like not everyone listened to it. Like no. these kids over here that they, over here listen to like rock music from this neighborhood or whatever. And I I remember it being like that. Now yeah. it's obviously everywhere but
0: I remember listening to it was just like Backstreet Boys like yeah. uh B5 yeah uh, snow that guy snow in <laughs> sync yeah and that just wasn't in my household that yeah. rap yeah and then i remember you know you, you make Bantam triple a you make Wee triple a and you got to start sharing drives hockey gets busier so you're going with other kids yeah. parents and yeah you know, Michelle lived really close. Tom lived really close, and the next yeah. thing you know, I'm piled up in the in a car with them and listening to rap. And I remember for the first time in my life, I was. It was almost like I was nervous. Like I wasn't doing anything wrong, but I heard "fuck, bitch, cunt, kill," in <laughs> the next in, in two in, in, a, in one song. And I'm just sitting there listening, going, "Okay, what am I, am I? doing? What am I? What am I supposed to do right now? Just close my? What am I doing? What am I, I'm almost panicking in the back seat." And then, I, you know, Tommy's rapping along to it. Michelle had
1: all this, all the music, man. Michelle, fuck, she had all the. She knew, she was probably the parent that knew the most, like more than Tom, or like just a uh, as a parent, like oh, and just a just life. like yeah, a, yeah. A, a no, a parent that knew like the most rap music, like oh, you know sorry, what I mean? Okay, yeah. yeah, I like, didn't know that. I, yeah, I don't. She had all the fucking. She knew all everything. Like she wasn't just like if someone came on, she would know who the artist is and stuff. Like she would. That was Tommy's mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh really? Yeah, man. Yeah.
0: I didn't know that. I thought Tom was always like the the music buff in the family.
1: Well, I'm maybe she learned through him. I I have no idea, but she she knew how to like pick up. Like she would be able to be like, oh, that's Freeways verse. Like she would say, (laughs) yeah, like really something, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember her. I think her favorite local rapper was Ghetto Child too. I really? Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Some of my favorite gro- like memories growing up ever were in Fairview. Yeah. No word of a lie. In yeah. in the neighborhood I grew up in, it was it was safe. You didn't get in trouble. You didn't really experience danger. And I remember like going and playing hockey, and like some older kids would come in and not beat you up, but like take your stick away, throw it on the highway, and that kind of like made me grow. It's like, all right, no fuck you. I want my stick back. I'm gonna go, <laughs> and it kind of taught me lessons. And I remember sometimes we'd go to Tom's and we'd sit on the front porch and, you know, we'd have a couple beer and the neighbors would come up and say hi. And I never experienced that where I grew up, like just strangers coming up, not strangers to Tom and them, but strangers to me, they'd come up and just start talking.
2: So there was still that presence even when you guys grew up that Cla- yeah, Fairview I, was kind of tougher than Clayton Park? 100%. Or? Well,
0: I didn't live in Clayton Park. I grew up in like Rockingham slash Park West. That right. wasn't really Clayton Park. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Clayton Park, I went to school, but yeah. I wasn't there for social aspect. Yeah. But- it was just you know it. I, I just loved that neighborhood. And the more I'm older, the more you know, dudes who's heavily involved here with High Button Sports. Every time we drive through, it's just memories after memories on yeah. the street, on street, on street. What was your
1: guys's uh, challenge? You used to do in the front of Tommy's lawn. You put the couch on the lawn, and then the it was the first one to drink. What was it? The first one to drink a two 4
0: the first one to drink a two for. So we'd start at 10 a.m. <laughs> wow. And yeah, wow was rice. <laughs> there's, there, there's not, That's crazy.
1: Not allowed. What are the rules? No water.
0: Yeah, no water in between, and you have to have your bottles back into your 2-4 case And you guys would
2: actually drink 24 beer? Not
0: me. God, I'd tap out as fuck. I used to,
1: man, Tommy used to, fuck, you used to be able to see him in shape on the day of the 2-4 challenge. Oh, my God. Tommy, Kevin, Brody,
0: Alex was a heavyweight, too, but those were the four big boys, and I just sat back and watched. I was out before we started, but there were some days there just sitting on the front lawn that I just loved. And even coming down to your place, and that Garrett
1: was Garrett ever in it? No, no, Garrett might have been in it a couple Garrett, years. Garrett, man, yeah. I've never seen anyone be able to drink like Garrett. I, I, Maybe it wasn't fair for him to be yeah, in. That's I, how good I, he was. Yeah.
2: Brody's dad was a good high school buddy of mine, Scott.
0: A great and, guy. Yeah,
2: he's a good hockey player. He yeah. played for SMU. And yeah, good guy. He had some shot. He
0: played for SMU. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's still sure. the president of the yeah, Hello I know Max. of the Max. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was
2: talking to him the other day. Yeah. How's he doing? He's good. You know, he's doing okay. He's he's cool.
0: Well, Brody was just home for yeah uh, for Al's wedding.
2: Well, Dolores keeps saying she wants to, Scott's going to retire and she wants to move to Toronto to be with her boys. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what saying, she keeps yeah, saying. Yeah. So they're airing
1: their laundry out here. <laughs> yeah, who got who got married? Oh, Alex,
0: Alex and Mool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When was that? Uh, Mid August, I want to say August fourteenth, oh, okay. fifteenth. Nice, nice. That was a great wedding. But same thing with like not performing but just like it was a small crowd but it was kind of yeah, nice for a yeah, wedding yeah. you know i've never yeah, been yeah, to a yeah, wedding yeah. with a big crowd it was like 150 people yeah, it was great yeah. no that's it good. was a great time
1: so was it like still was it still lebanese tradition or oh yeah
0: was, yeah oh yeah there was I had to do it i was right? up on people's shoulders dancing <laughs> around
2: alex you're talking about alex Ferris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah he's a great kid
0: man oh the best yeah the best they just started up a, a gym F forty five over there on Mumford Road. I heard. So they're doing that. It's cool. too
2: bad the COVID thing, but I know
0: rough timing. Yeah, but no, they just had their grand opening last yeah. week. and Who started it, Alex? Yeah. Well, just like the fam, like the, yeah, oh, a bunch of people went in together. Okay. No, They didn't start it, but they just like I think got a franchise. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. And John's such a great guy. Oh, man. down at the road, oh, south man, of the year. Oh man, I'll tell you, he's more my brother's kid. My brother's Eddie's buddy, grown up. Yeah, but yeah. you know, we all hung out. We all. I'm a little bit older than yeah. John, but I mean, you know, I've been playing that Sunday morning with him for years. Well, that's right? what I was going to ask you. I remember oh, yeah.
0: going to play with Alex in that yeah. Sunday morning thing, and me and Alex would sit there quietly, and it seemed like every guy in that room was best friends with everyone. You guys yeah, just man. knew everything about well, each other. Well, we
2: basically been playing. Uh, I sa- I'm going to make it sound old, but, you know, close to over 30, 35 years. The same me. group. Yeah. You know, guys have come and gone, but the core guys would be there.
0: Yeah. Crosby's uncle is Yeah, team?
2: he still plays Harry. Yeah, Harry. Harry. Fl- Yes, yeah, uh, Crosby's mom Trina. Yeah, Harry's her brother. Yeah,
0: I always sit next to him in the locker room, and he has he got all the Crosby. Oh kids. yeah, and he, got, like, he probably gets it all
2: free. And, and, all, and we'll yeah. get the little bit of Tim. You know, he'll once in a while release shit. You know, that's why I sit next to him. So yeah, I he's get, cool, yeah. man, and he's really cool. <laughs> he's and his guy. brother Robbie played in the AHL, Robbie Forbes. Okay. So you know, uh, Sid comes from a, a a line of hockey players, bloodline, right? I mean, on his mother's side and on his father's side. Really. Because you know his father played junior with Mario, and I believe it was Verdun.
0: He was whose a, father, Sid? Sid's father? Oh yeah, he was drafted by Montreal. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, a goalie. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And of course, then the mother's side, the boys were all incredible hockey players. Yeah, yeah. Like Harry, who plays with us, played junior, and then his brother Robbie was quite a player. Josh Forbes, did you guys? I know the, the old, last he's thing, older Forbes. than you.
0: Anyway, there's a guy named Robbie Forbes that's always liking our stuff on Twitter.
2: That's probably uh that's probably yeah. Sid's uncle.
0: That's his well, uncle. Well, now that you mention it, I'm pretty sure his Display Pictures. Yeah, picture he's, is he him was up Sid, in Tor- that makes sense. He's up
2: and around Toronto somewhere. Yeah. 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 Great guy,
0: too. No, it's a great group. I remember we went there once and you guys got like a bunch of wings and pizza for after the game. I was like, Yeah, yeah, this is the best group. Did you
1: ever see Crosby play in like in like Centennial or is that way too? No, did you? Yeah, yeah. We used to watch him sometimes. We used to stay because they would be on after us or whatever. If if, if they're Cole Harbor, if Cole Harbor's playing Halifax or if you know what I mean, well, sometimes I feel like it worked out that way, like the Adam. Or, like, just say novice is playing Cole Harbor, novice, AAA. I feel like Adam would play after or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they
2: used to do yeah. that. Did they do that yeah, with they you did. guys? They
1: did, yeah. yeah. They did. Did so like it'd be like Adam, we'd be on or whatever. And then you'd stay, the next game yeah, would yeah. be whether you're in Cole Harbor or Cole Harbor's in yeah. Halifax. Yeah. You'd, you would watch, you could see Crosby for a bit. Yeah. Like just uh, stay and, late and just watch and watch. That's you know so sick I mean? that like, you grew up in that era. So yeah. you had to and, see it. And I
2: just want to say, as a parent and watching them and. I was Steve Dixon when he was a kid. Yeah, he was amazing. He was like I thought he was that way better than Sid, right? Really? Oh, fuck, we, used man. Man. we used to stay to watch him too. We used to stay to watch him. He was him unreal, man. Like Sid was, like I just found Steve Dixon was more like to me. He was more exciting. He was like a Gila Fleur of my era, like. <laughs> and Sid was you no, know, really. Like and Sid was good. I'm not saying he wasn't good, but. I didn't think he was exciting to watch like Steve Dixon. Like the he had longer hair. I think his hair was long. He still does. Yeah, and his hair would be flying and I just <laughs> I swear to God, man. It was cool, it man. was the Flirt. <laughs> yeah. But you know, he was you know I was a man, you know. And you know, I know he he you guys joked about it. I watched the podcast that what? They were talking about his the, the year they all played the, the, the World World juniors. juniors, yeah. And he said, yeah, he's the only guy that probably didn't make the yeah, NHL. he's such a good guy, about I know, it. He's man. like, oh, I don't care, whatever. Yeah, I know, he didn't
0: give <laughs> he a didn't fuck. He didn't give a fuck. He's a great guy to talk to. And he, he spent, yeah. Any guy that spent time in uh, Cape Breton, yeah. especially being the captain of the Eagles, yeah. like, you're just...
2: And he talked nothing but good, ah, positive stuff.
0: my God. He
2: would come home for years and train at SMU, so I would see him at the gym, and oh, yeah. we'd always chat, you know, and just chat a little bit and he's cool man he's pretty cool remember
1: yeah. we saw Crosby on the way home from work one day uh what did I, what did I say to you dri- he, we're driving home from work he's driving me and uh yeah we see Crosby's just running like um by S- Citadel Hill it's right uh, by I, 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 I got a story too yeah but anyway. so it's right by the fucking it's right by our I, work I, I saw them so one Justin day. just pulls in he stops the car gets out of the car he goes there he is Matt the best player in the world. <laughs> I was like, all right.
2: Well, I don't want to play top the story, but the day, <laughs> the day I was, I was actually going to get some supplies from the paint store and I come along Citadel Hill. I swear to God, I, it's early in the morning, like 10 o'clock in the summertime and listen to me like a little kid, but uh, two guys are coming jogging and they didn't have, I could just see black. And as I got closer, like I was driving and they were coming jogging. Yeah. One guy had his hat on backwards And then I seen these fucking big legs, and then I said, (laughs) It was Sid and Nathan, so I said, fuck this. <laughs> I went around the block, and I came back, and then kid. their trainers were there, and they were videoing it. They were doing some show, and they were running up and down the hill, and I'm there with the SMU truck, and then they, it was on the news in the evening, and the boys were all laughing because I think they saw this, the SMU truck <laughs> on it. The- <laughs> I'm pulled over watching them. John, anyway. it took
0: you two hours to get paint? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> it was a legal lineup. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that. traffic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was kind of cool, yeah Yeah, they were
2: both there, man It was marvelous.
1: I
0: remember that day Clear as day, man It was a great day Yeah Unreal day So you guys saw him? You yeah, I saw him yeah. We were just going home I remember those yeah. drives home I used to be so nervous about, like, CDs to play in the car for you Fuck, what does Matt want to hear? Like, I'd be like I'd go back to, like, 1980s hip-hop i like, Oh respect me if I play this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> And we'd just go home and listen to rap I'd know nothing about the words you just go, oh, yeah, I know this Yeah I no, think wait. when they were
2: like 17 or 18, well, you know, Matt doesn't drive, so I remember taking them to a show one night particular. It was in Sackville, you know, and uh, all your boys were their Dickie would have been there then, and, you know, the... Oh, what, the battles? Yeah, whatever it was. I used to the, go to battles you know, like here, like every were, Friday. Yeah, you were saying you were uncomfortable in the car when, you yeah. know when the parents were driving you and the and yeah. the swearing, and these guys would be passing around fucking joints, and <laughs> I, I'm driving them to Sackville, well, man. I'm like, you know, sure, man, yeah, whatever,
3: man.
1: Yeah, we used to have uh, the Elements League, man. It was in Sackville. Like, I think it was almost every Friday night at Talk uh, Tyson Cave's yeah. boxing gym. How There'd o- be battles, and then...
2: How old would you have been? I don't there? know.
1: We weren't of age, because yeah. that was where we went to drink, and you could smoke inside and drink inside. Awesome. and Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'd probably been like Seventeen, yeah. eighteen, yeah, and yeah. It's where everyone would go every Friday. Jeevan. yeah, everyone would go there. Uh- Actually, that that's where um, that's where. Pat Stay battled Miracle. If you go if you go YouTube Pat Stay versus Miracle, it's in that gym, that boxing gym and you see us all in there, we're all skinny and fucking kids <laughs> and shit like that. You can go look that up. It's it's at that gym. I know I know the gym you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 I know exactly the gym. Yeah. Was that the Taylor Gordon gym? I think this was before we even knew Pat like that. Um because I remember Miracle was like hanging with me and he was staying with us um at some points and I remember he's like I'm battling this guy and I remember we were, we were like googling Pat Stay and like doing research to look cuz I don't I don't think he we fully knew like who he was. Was so he th- a big deal back then? N- like I think I think he battled maybe one other time before that. Uh, I think he might have battled Critical or or maybe he battled twice so it's like we kind of knew who he was but we didn't really know like fully like I don't yeah. think we were Friends with him yet yeah. You know what I mean It was yeah. before that But
2: How old is Pat I'm just curious Is he um, older than you guys I think
1: he'd be like Two or three years Older than me Okay yeah He's probably like 34 maybe Yeah Something like that Yeah Yeah man
0: I remember those Battles We'd go over It was <sighs> Whose house did we go to I think it was Ben's house Ben was obsessed with them Yeah And we just sit in his Living room and watch Battles for hours People love them. Oh yeah, like they're they're addicting to some
1: people. Well, any any time anyone competes at anything, I feel like people are gonna want to pay to see. It's like if two people are fighting UFC or Same boxing thing. or whatever it is. I feel like there's something about the competition head to head that yeah is amazing. I was watching the Jeff Ross uh, roast battles. There's two seasons. I was I kind of like that man. Uh, it's cool, but it seems like they need way less material. What do you mean? Like, compared to a battle rapper, like, battle rappers got to write three, like, three-minute rounds, three rounds that all rhymes and all makes fun. They stand up, they say one joke, then the other guy says one joke. And they say, (laughs) it's like... And they're not even writing their own stuff. And it's not even rhyming or anything, so I feel like, but it's still, still interested to see. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love that stuff. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, man. I feel like you got like a bunch more stories to come at me. I just can't even think of a conversation. Oh, Justin,
2: it's all good, man. I don't even know where to begin, but <laughs> it's all good, buddy. No, I don't. I wish I could think of one. I'm kind of. I feel like I'm lost
1: for words right now, but I'm should have had too. a couple cold ones. Yeah, it's all good.
0: We did have a bunch in the fridge, but they all left. <laughs> they all left. <laughs> they did. All like, the beers get, left. They eh? left. They got up and walked away. <laughs> Someone. <laughs> they all left. <laughs> We just—today was the first—we that had our first full-time employee start today. He just left before you guys got here, and uh, it was just a training day. Okay. And I almost feel like I'm starting a job. Yeah. You know, like, you know, be, I come down here and work 9 to 5, same thing. Yeah. But now that he's going to be here 9 to 5— yeah. I almost feel like I'm starting a job because I got to make sure I know, tell him what to do. I got to make sure like he's getting shit done. I got to make sure that things are organized.
1: What type of boss are you going to be? you going to be strict.
0: I told him that this morning in the speech. I had a little speech ready. I was in the
1: it mirror is. this morning. I feel like it would be like Mr. Leahy when he's auditioning the people for the assistant trailer park supervisor. You see that one? <laughs> no, but it's, <laughs> not,
0: it's nothing like that. Whatever it is. The opening line was, here's my opening line. what I told him, I go, Mark. I don't want you to think of yourself as an employee. I want you to think of yourself as a
1: co-worker. And I thought that was good. No. (laughs) You got to see, you already lost. You got to lay down the law. I'm the fucking boss here. I expect output. Is he going to write for you or do research? No,
0: he's doing like the the post-editing podcast. So like, see how we got camera angles. But after this, I got to edit. But with him, he's going to be able to click this machine and go camera one, two. So I don't have to edit and stuff after. He's going to do a bunch of stuff for us, behind-the-scenes stuff. I,
2: I can tell you a little uh, ho- a hockey story that's, you know, it's, at least it's not, you know, I can say it. Yeah. Being a kid growing up by the Forum, right? The Metro Center wasn't built then, so that was everything the revolved sport. around the Forum. Yeah. You know, like everything, like ice capades or junior
0: <laughs> hockey, whatever. They still have the... the the bingo mark there, the bingo hall. Yeah, I think
2: they do in the other build. The old it was yeah. the old Civic Arena that you guys wouldn't even remember. But
1: I he, worked there for years. Yeah, he worked the bingo there.
2: hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: I worked there. I got hired there. I yeah, got then right. I got fired that's for right. doing a show, yeah. skipping for a show. Yeah, and she hired me back, and then I got fired again for skipping a show. So anyway, and now I do shows there yeah. and see them.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. So us
2: us having the Voyagers were the Montreal Canadiens. You know, farm team. They were their number one farm team. It yeah. was AHL.
0: And you lived next to the
2: rink. Yeah, like a okay. couple, couple blocks away. So, uh, they would have NHL exhibition games there every every fall in, this, in the in right now around now before yeah. the NHL. So they would like showcase like Montreal Canadiens and Boston Bruins. They would come play it at the Forum. Awesome. So you know we were fucking. You'd never get a ticket. You'd never get in. So on Windsor, the Windsor Street door. This, to this day, there's a drain pipe that goes up the Windsor Street uh, to, to these small windows. The window is still there. It's not a window anymore, it's closed off. There was a lineup, me and my buddy, we were going in to see Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr's playing for Boston Bruins. Bobby Orr's in the form. In the form, wow. playing against John Beliveau and the Montreal Canadiens. This is like old time history. So, me and my buddy, Lawrence Cody, you know, it's a true story. There was a line up to go up this drain pipe, so you had to shimmy up the drain pipe. To this day, I will show you that drain pipe, <laughs> and they might might have put a new one there. We had to go in this little fucking window, pull ourselves in, risking your life. You know how high the form is. It's high. Went up the drain pipe through the window to see Boston and Montreal playing an exhibition games. Yes, not. I in. did that when I was probably. I would have been in grade four, maybe. I would have been like, you know, yeah, how old are you in grade four? I have no grade idea. Grade five. I have no idea. Uh, they're no. like nine, 10, 11, 12, I something like that. I have no like
1: idea. <laughs> See, by the time I grew up, the uh, the sneaking in became more elaborate. We snuck in the gold medal game at the Metro Center for the World Juniors. No, you did? Yeah, yeah me and him. Him and I as a team. Yeah, as a team. So, like, we didn't have to shimmy up drain pipes. It just kind of evolved. So we had uh, Maurice, my cousin, he had... Two tickets for him and his sister, real tickets.
2: Well, they had a package of the whole tournament. So they
1: had a, they had the whole tournament. So they all had two the tickets, real tickets
2: looked the same, but except for the little writing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we
2: picked out this old feeble usher.
1: Yeah, we scoped him out like Ocean's Eleven. We're like, this guy's not even looking. This is a true. So we story. put the two tickets, the real tickets, on the top, and all he does is fan them out to see. others there's four. Then he closes them. So we're studying. We're studying, all right, this guy's not looking, so we, we do We had two that.
2: real tickets and two fake tickets. Yeah,
1: we put the two real ones so, on top.
2: I did it like a, de- a deck of cards. I had the four of them, and I flashed them, and then I closed <laughs> them up. Buddy rips them, and in we go. You ripped
1: them all at once like that? Yeah. Like, with the, t- the real ones on top. Holy so shit. the So
2: the place was sold out. So we end up sitting with a bunch of NHL scouts. We spotted a couple <laughs> empty seats. Dave Taylor, you can do your research on this. He was part of the big line in L.A. back in the... I guess it w- would have been the eighties. They set records, I forget what the line's called, Dave Taylor and Marcel Dion, and anyway, he was a scout f- for I must have been l a at the time, but we ended up sitting with them, yeah, two empty seats. We had beautiful seats, and uh, uh they lost that night the gold medal game. Yeah, Flurry was in nets. Ovechkin
0: won right yeah, is yeah. against the
2: Russians, yeah, yeah. I so I passed on my little bit of my childhood. You know, to to him, <laughs> yeah. And That's how we get in. We get in, yeah.
0: That's incredible. So I used
2: to tell the boys in the dressing room, you know, after Thursday hockey, and we'd be having beers and yeah, you know, and I and I'd be, I'd be up. I have them all. They're all look, and I'd have the I'd have tickets like a deck of cards. Yeah. And, you fan them, right? Yeah, and I know. Them. I know. And then Buddy ripped them, and he was like, well, "His name was Walter." Walter, I remember. Yeah, and yeah. he was like, like this Walter, Walter fucking yeah, usher. He could is, barely yeah. fucking see. It. <laughs> 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 and I told him, I gave him the, I gave him the instructions. I said, as "Soon as we get through, I said, just fucking run, go, go, just in case." <laughs> you know, how so old are you? Up. Oh, he would have been well, two thousand.
1: When was it, yeah. So it would
2: have been, he might have been 10 or 11.
0: Yeah. Am what I? an experience. <laughs> what a rush. How did he yeah. bring it up to you? Because this is, Matt, this is what we're going to do. Well,
2: because there was only two tickets. Yeah, there was only two tickets, so we like, were trying to figure out how we could get second. in. Last second, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah we were we just to trying goal. to figure out how we could do it. game. Yeah, right? You're, not, you're I mean, not trying. So we got to try. And even then, I mean, well, it would have been, what, 20 years ago? I mean, they... now they have the thing you scan and all that shit. Yeah, but you know, even then it was a hurt. It was a big ticket, yeah, Justin. Yeah, it was the gold medal game. Man. Yeah, you know, you know how crazy. That's a tough sell.
0: Yeah. Oh. The call, conf- the balls you guys got to have to do. Oh, that. it was just, you know, it was. And climbing up a drain pipe to see Bobby Orr—that's yeah. incredible too. Yeah, that's a true story, man. I'm, I, next time I'm at the forum, I'm looking at that. <laughs> I'm going to show pipe. you.
2: You look when you're driving down Windsor Street where the doors are.
0: Like to go to the skate shop. The or? side door. Yeah. yeah. The
2: first drain pipe before the doors, if you're going down from the south end, say heading. Heading, you know, towards the
1: south end. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, you're going the other way. You're going towards, like... Towards
1: like Fairview? Yeah,
2: going towards Fairview. Yeah. And you look up and you'll see that this glass and there's a little tiny window which has a bar across now. It's not a window anymore. Do you
0: think it's there because of you now? The bar?
2: The bars came after <laughs> us. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's true. Those drain pipes, could they're not very strong. That's obviously a newer drain pipe. But back in the day, it, it was like an old, ratty old fucking thing. You know, it was... Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. It was a lineup to do it. There was guys fucking at oh, us. Oh, so it was a known thing. Oh, fuck yeah. It was a lineup to do it. And we were nervous. And
0: There was probably just one jackass that got caught and ruined it forever. Well, everyone. we
2: said, you know, we're either doing this or we're not getting in. And we did it. Yeah. You know, we could have fell to our death, really. It's pretty high, man.
0: How was Bobby Orr that night?
2: He was good. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah oh, just man. a lot of stories like that. I mean... It was a great place to grow up as a kid, you know? We played a lot. We used to call it ground hockey, not ball hockey. I mean, we'd sneak in there with the lights (laughs) off and go on the ice, you know? So many stories. And with our, you know, with my buddy's dad was the president of the Voyagers, right? And, you know, I mean, we saw guys, I don't know, I mean, mean, I'm sounding old, but I mean, I'm sure you've heard of Larry Robinson and Ken Dryden. A lot of guys spent time in Halifax. Like, they would get a, a lot of top picks and they would send them down to season them. Oh, ninety percent of that Voyager, t- those Voyager teams, every guy played in the NHL. Crazy. They were they would have been as good as any expansion team. That the seventies teams yeah. in in Halifax,
0: in the early seventies. There's good ho- hockey history here in Halifax. Really oh, good. it's just incredible! incredible yeah, um, but, coming yeah. up in an hour here, boys. Okay. You want anything sure. else? You got, you guys got anything else to say? You want to promote anything?
1: I'm good, man. Everybody, uh, be nice to each other and. Be happy, man. That's about it. Ja, you got anything? No,
2: Justin, uh, you know, maybe try to get out and play some pickup with us. I'm I'm still trying to get him out,
1: but... (laughs) I'll go if he goes. We we got him golfing now, so that's... that's I played... uh, When was the last time I played that ECMA's game? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking... (laughs) <laughs> I think I tr- I had a breakaway and tripped or something. Yeah. I could do it for the yeah, career. Yeah. But I he hadn't been
2: it. on the he's you know, you gotta play it's like hot like anything, yeah. right?
1: Do you now do you play
2: at all?
0: No, nah, well I haven't played since this happened. Yeah. You know. They don't even let people on the. I guess they do let people on the ice. Have you been playing?
2: They're gonna. They're trying to do this COVID four on four thing. So we haven't started yet.
0: I don't know. What Anytime I'm going. in the rink, I'm filming, not playing. Yeah, so, but maybe yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. All right, everyone. Uh, well, once again, guys, thanks for coming on. I appreciate this. We got to do, do it again, okay, right? Okay, Justin, yes, thank you. Um, everyone listening, stay safe. Uh, you know, what's today? Monday, Tuesday? Yeah, Monday. Monday, get after it. Beginning of the week, have fun, work hard. Like I said, stay safe,
3: bro. <laughs> On the last day of school, man, you couldn't tell me shit. Nah. Diploma full of D's, moon walking out that bitch. Fake ID said that I was 23. So you know that we about to get this motherfucker lit. Man, them new Air Ones had me feeling so fresh. fresh. Gleaming in the sun, I was feeling no stress. Nah. Rolling up a blunt in my mama car. We about to hit the liquor store and blow a hole. Check six deep in the five seat Little bit of JD in the Mickey D S fuck pulling up to the beast bumpin' Jay-Z Trying not to spill the liquor as we rollin' over speed bumps Cause I'm Fashionably late. Three room house, fifty people in the place. Shit was packed out. Then I first seen your face through the crowd, and your smile made me feel a type of way. I was feeling real loose as I walked up. Like a motherfucking Mac, then the booze finally caught up. Lord knew I was a mess. I slipped over them steps, not as red wine on your white dress, dress, dress. That night I thought I'd never get my chance again. I can't believe that it's been 10 years since then. Like, you the girl I'm about to start a family with. Pulling up to our reunion, drunk as shit, and we.